Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Charlton Live, sponsored by the British Institute of Kitchen, Bedroom and Bathroom Installation. My name is Louis Mendes. Hope you guys are all well on your Sunday morning. On this week's show, we'll be looking back then at yesterday's uh, thrilling 3 uh, 3 draw up at Bolton Wanderers, the Addicts, twice. Uh, in the lead, but unable to hold on for a win, but it feels like a very good point on the road against the side sitting third uh, in the table with the best home record uh, in League One uh, as well. So joining me to discuss uh, the game yesterday, first up top right, Sue Gallup, how do you see? I'm good, thank you. Feeling, yeah. feeling happy. Yeah, yeah, I think that it feels like there's been a bit of a mindset change. I've noticed in the comments already, actually, as well, which we'll uh, uh, discuss also. Bottom of the screen, uh, a man who was there doing the commentary, as always, Terry Smith, making his first Charlton Live appearance of the season, potentially of the millennium. <laughs> yeah, it feels that way, doesn't it? I've had a long injury layoff. Uh, it's been a tough road, but I'm pleased to be back. Yeah, look at it. The, the Wi-Fi in his new house works as well, which is, yeah, uh, yeah, if anything, a surprise. But yeah, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> pleased. I'm really I pleased. Am, uh... When, when when we moved in, it said I had full fibre. It took me ages to realise it wasn't brown flakes. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, um, uh, part of any good diet, full fibre, of course. So uh, uh, on this week's show, then we'll hear the goals uh, from yesterday's draw at Bolton uh, shortly. We'll hear, of course, from the Addicts uh, manager, Nathan Jones. Uh, and we've got a special uh, special guest as well, because we're going to speak to Dan Carnu as well. I interviewed him after yesterday's game. So we'll hear from uh, those two as well. I want to hear from all of you in the chat as well. Morning to Alan, to Sam. Uh, to Ray, to Paul, uh, Anthony's in there, Keith, Alex, Dave, Jay, uh, Andrew, loads of you in there, Newbury's in there as well. Um, let us know what you made of yesterday's uh, performance, um, uh, who stood out for you, good or bad. Uh, is, is a draw okay in our in our current situation? Let us know what you made of that. Uh, you can also tweet us uh, at Charlton Live or you can email us studio at charltonlive.co.uk. So um, just before we hear the goals, uh, Terry, I'll go with you because uh, you, uh, you were doing the commentary um, how, how do you sum that game up? I mean, uh, uh, you might have taken a point beforehand. The, the way it went, it may be slightly disappointed we didn't get all three. Yeah, and the drive up we were saying about, uh, you bite your arm off for a point. No question about it, especially Bolton, given their uh, home record. Uh, yes, they were missing a couple of players, but even so, uh, I think there was a stat that was flying around. Even without Dion Charles, they've won 75% of the games that they've played without him. So um, there was... Um, yeah, guarded uh, slight optimism, to be fair. I mean, when you consider the second half uh, against Lincoln, there was, uh, there was the hope that we'd had some sort of uh, uh, manager reaction. Uh, I mean, they call it a manager bounce. I'm not sure we've had that because we still haven't won a game in three uh, since Nathan Jones arrived. So manager blip may be the best, uh, best explanation. So there was, a, there was a, some hope, but not real hope, I don't think. I think we were going there... I think we we're looking for a performance rather than uh, anything else, and that was the that was the key for me going up. And if somebody had said we'd we'd be sharing six goals with Bolton, I'm not sure we'd have picked three three as a result. 
Well, you're very optimistic if you thought we were going to go and win six 0 Terry. But uh, that's that, that's I'll you all round, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. Let's have a listen back uh, to the goals uh, from yesterday. Your commentators uh, on Charlton TV, as always, were our very own Terry Smith and Greg Stubbley. Throw goes into Collins. Back to Ashworth. Ball into the box. It's touched home by Adebayo. And Bolton take the lead. Well, saying Charlton have started brightly. It's defending again. It's a wonderful ball in, but Charlton have to stop the cross. They have to get across Ashworth. Adebayo makes a lovely run towards the near post. It's a tidy finish. But Charlton have to show more desire for Mitel to stop that ball. Dupo touches it to Anderson. Now small on the left. Ball into the box. It's a good one. Oh, it's the slightest of touches, maybe from Ladapo. If it isn't, then Small's just got his opening goal for the club. Well, Adapo's running straight to Thierry Small. What a wonderful cross this, this is, Tell. Small with his right foot, swings it in. Ladapo doesn't get a touch. He's gone all the way in. And a debut goal for Thierry Small and a perfect reaction from Charlton. What a wonderful cross that is. Welcome to the club, Thierry Small. Charlton corner, they go short. Dobson. Looks towards the edge of the box, towards Carnu. Might come the way of Lloyd Jones with the heart, and it's gone in. John take the lead. A set piece routine works in the end for John. Whether Lloyd Jones was the intended target, I'm not so sure, but John won't care as their centre half gives John the lead. I can guarantee you, Jones wasn't the intended target. I think it took everybody by surprise, probably including Lloyd Jones himself, as the ball was worked short here on the right hand side. And when it came across, I think it caught a little bit everybody by surprise. It was behind everyone. Jones, the first to react from the edge of the area, drilled it home. I guarantee you Coleman wasn't expecting that. And Charlton take the drilled. lead here. Sheehan across to Nakoma. Against Dobson onto his left foot, back out to his right. Nakoma still. Still Nakoma works an angle for the shot, and it's a wonderful finish for Nakoma who chopped onto his left, chopped onto his right, Dobson lost his footing, allowed just an inch of space for Maghoma to curl in a wonderful effort and bolt on a level. You can see the concentration and the, the effort to try and stop him getting back on his right foot. Three occasions I think he tried to do it and Dobson didn't fall for it and then on the final one, when he cut back on his right, Dobson, whether it was a slip or he just had already committed to the, thinking there was a shot coming in from the left, fell for it. Magoma just curled towards it. Towards the far post, looking for Small. Jumps up well towards Ladapo. Chest control down to Small. Independence here. Thierry Small goes for goal. Comes away of Carnu. Can he get into control? Daniel Carnu! Yes! Come on! Charles score again! And it's Daniel Carnu, the goal scorer. Chris Cogley was down on the floor and Charlton played on. The ball came to Carnu on the turn and off the post and Charlton take the lead again. Is it me or did that happen in slow motion? Charlton kept the pressure on, the ball across. Terry Small with the header and it just everything after that just seemed to happen in slow motion. Bolton players, I don't know if they were expecting a free kick, they're still talking to the referee with a Bolton player down in a box thinking they should have got one. Charlton, I think, Almost reluctantly carried Sheehan on. Takes over in the middle. Goes past Anderson to the corner of the penalty area. Trying to release. Douglas Cogley into the box. And he does, and the ball across was found by Barson. 
and Bolton have an equaliser. I mean, it's been coming a lot since John got them, got ahead. It's been coming, that movement. And I said about tiredness, John really slapped defending there. They switched off. It's a wonderful move. Bavosa couldn't miss, but John's struggling to trap runners. There we go, an absolutely thrilling game uh, up at the Tough Sheet Stadium. Uh, yesterday, which I managed not to call what you what you're not supposed to call it uh, all day actually, which I was quite pleased with. <laughs> so yeah, three three goals scored, three goals uh, conceded. So overall, I mean, Terry said if if you were looking at a performance rather than a result, first of all, you would have been happy enough with the performance. The fact that we've gone there and taken a point, I, I think that we're, we're still 13 games from the end of the season. If we were three games from the end of the season, then maybe holding on to three points would have been more important. But Nathan says it's a step in the right direction. Is that is that the way you saw it yesterday? Yeah, I think like the performance, um, obviously I haven't, I haven't watched as many games as you two this season, but I was just astounded at the change in performance in terms of the energy levels, the pressing, the they just looked more organised. They there was a more like a togetherness. Like it was just a polar opposite to how we were playing under Michael. So, um, and I think it is a young side. I know, like Nathan said after the game, it, it's a young side, and they should take so much confidence from that yesterday to go to the team that's third in the league that haven't lost in I can't remember how many games you said, but you just you've got to take all the positives from that. And I think that's that's Nathan's mindset is like, yeah, we made mistakes. Yeah, there were things we, we need to improve on. But it's a work in progress. And if you take the positives from yesterday and take that into each game, you're just going to grow in confidence, grow in that, that mindset and how Nathan sets us up. Um, so that even if you do change the starting lineup, I've seen like, the three games he's had, he's changed the starting lineup, which is an unusual for us. But every single one of those players knows their job when they come on. They know what their what their aim is. They know what they're supposed to do. They know what where they're going to be um, going for in terms of their their role in the team. So I I take massive. Um, confidence from yesterday and I I definitely feel like the lads will um because they can see they can battle with the best of them mm, yeah I can see that Gavin Carter's in the chat today and says uh, confidence is obviously so key in any sport I think yesterday you could see the players confidence grow uh, that for me was the biggest thing uh, to come from from yesterday I mean the the, the way the game started tell it didn't it didn't feel like there'd been a great deal in it before before those those two quick goals one for either side but you know, we, we we got caught out of the near post. I think I think it was Terrell Thomas who let Adebayo get the wrong side of him. I can't remember who didn't block the cross uh, as well. But um, when that goal went in, you know, it's another game without a clean sheet. I was thinking, goodness me, here we go. So the, the timing of that goal that we got back within four minutes from from Thierry Small, it, it turns out, it did did go straight straight the way through. Was was probably one of the biggest parts of that game for us because if we'd gone down. One nil and, and been behind for a while. I think I think that could have that could have sucked the life out of us a little bit. I agree, and a slight confession here from me. When that, I mean, we, we started the opening. What was it? Nineteen minutes before they scored um, on the front foot, and I thought we were playing quite well. We were pressing them. You could see the energy levels. The Sue had already mentioned. We, you know, we, 
we just looked up for it, which which was great. And so the first 90 minutes, I was 18 and a bit minutes, I was really hopeful that uh, you know we might uh, we might be able to do something here. <clears throat> and then the goal when it went in was, and I think I use the word scarily simple. Um, that first goal of theirs, uh, ball on the left, their left, uh, simple cross, near post run, simple finish. And I thought <clears throat> that's undone pretty much the first 18 and a half minutes where we've looked quite good. And, and I was a little bit worried at that point because I thought they haven't really threatened us at all. And with their first real chance, their first real simple move, they score a goal. And I thought, oh, there was a little sense of dread in me that if this carries on, it could be a tough afternoon. But you're right, that the timing of that second goal. And the other thing I'd like to, I think, um, mention is just before um, Thierry Small got that cross in, there was, a, there was a moment, I think about five minutes in, six minutes in, where he did a back pass. Um, towards uh, towards Harry Eisted, which was woefully short and went straight to Adebayo Asia, and I think he was uh, uh, he was as um, surprised as the rest of us <laughs> and didn't make the most of it. Uh, there was a great uh, you'll hear it, I'm sure, in the Nathan Jones. I'm not sure you'll hear it in your interview, but certainly on the one on Charlton TV, <laughs> where um, where he wasn't best pleased. I think is probably the best uh, best phrase I can use. Friends um, upon him, I, I think, is that phrase yeah. you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> he said it twice, in fact. So so he definitely meant it. Um, but I think what it did, I think um, bizarrely, it focused Thierry Small. There was, there was a, it got it out of the way. It, nothing came of it, and it sort of refocused him because from that point forward, he was outstanding, and um, he delivered a couple of crosses. There was one also where he didn't quite get the cross right, but he took on his man uh, outside on the left, and we haven't seen that too often from our wingbacks up to this point. So that really um, made me hopeful. And then that cross when it went in, yeah, the the instant I thought um, when it happened, I thought. Oh, Ladapo must have got a touch. He must have uh, flicked it in. But obviously, when you see it back, and, uh, and Freddie immediately went to Thierry Small to say, no, that's your goal. And he was pointing it straight away. So, yeah, I think the timing was perfect within two minutes, I think, wasn't it? And uh, and it was just reward for, for the endeavour we put in. And I think it put Bolton on the back foot a bit because they thought, mm. hello, we're, uh, we're in for a fight here. Yeah, I think any Bolton fan who would have gone into that game, probably looking at our recent results and the fact we're obviously now 15 games without a win, might might have been slightly surprised, I think, by how well we did play yesterday and and, and the energy we showed, and, and like they did feel very different to, to some of the games as we'd seen over the previous few weeks on, on, under the last manager, as you mentioned there, Sue. Um, we we scored from a corner, you know. Don't don't adjust your sets. We did actually sort of well work a corner uh, just before half time. It wasn't exactly like they pinged it to Lloyd Jones and he put him in the ball. I think they pinged it to someone. And ended up with Lloyd Jones, Sue. But I mean, it's a good finish. And again, some, we tried something a bit different from a set piece that actually came off, which hopefully will be a step in the right direction. Because I, d- I do think it's legitimately the first goal we scored from a corner in about a year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> all I thought after is like, oh my God, who scored from a corner? Um, yeah, it did ding about a bit, didn't it? But um, it went where it needed to go. So you just got to take it, and yeah, I don't care how messy our goals are. If we're scoring and we're competing against and a team like Bolton, it's I'm, nice for Lloyd to score as well. Considering uh, I think yeah. I think he's come off the back of a couple of a couple of difficult weeks, but now he's had a two or three good performances in a row. Yeah, I think we we were all a bit like I think that that break for Lloyd came at the right time, and then obviously Nathan is a manager that's going to instill that confidence back in you, and like he has had. Um, a good few performances and they will mista- make mistakes it's, it, it, that's just par for the course it's how you manage those mistakes when they happen and for him to score is amazing because we all know what what a great player he is um, 
And just, yeah, you could see how buzzing he was and how the lads were so buzzing for him. So, um, yeah, just just, just so good. I'm sorry, I'm just I'm buzzing. I, in a way, I know it sounds pathetic, but it feels a little bit like a victory. Mm. Um, because you, you go in expecting no points and you come out with, with one, I guess, is part of it. Yeah, Dean's saying that Jones was a, a class actor again yesterday. You know... When, when we went in at half-time, so that was only the second lead we've held at half-time of, of an away game this season, the other one being Wigan, which obviously we, we did our best to throw away, but we did hang on and win that one. That's the only away win we've had this season in the league, and I wasn't there, so I still haven't seen one all season, but <laughs> it's the only one I've missed. Um, but yeah, it, it felt like it was going to be a big ask, and Bolton did come out looking looking good, looking likely, and uh, Paris Magoma, the, the Brentford loan, it was a great finish. You still think like may, maybe there was a... I know George was there desperately trying to block it but he did he did eventually work a bit of space on the edge of the box which i don't know maybe maybe when we look back at it that we might have been able to just get that little that little bit tighter one last time tell yeah i think if you if you see the goal back again he uh i think george stopped him going on his right foot three times uh, maybe and uh certainly twice uh but then the final one i think um either george thought well he's gonna have to hit it with his left now because i'm stopping it with his right hand and he and he um, and he fell for it, or he, he slipped. I couldn't quite make out when it really happened uh, in real time what it was. But um, yeah, McComber was desperate to get it on his right foot, and you can see why because it was a quality finish. But yeah, I think um, when Nathan Jones, and I think he said it to me afterwards, when he looks back at the goals, he'll probably be a bit upset that all three goals were stoppable, were defendable, uh, and we didn't manage to do it. I mean, that might be clutching, you know, picking too many holes in because uh, the performance. As you quite rightly said, was was um, you know probably one of the best we've put in uh, this season, let alone uh, let, you know, even accounting for the Wigan away win. I think it's one of, it's up there with one of the best, no question about it. Mm, yeah, especially when you consider I think Bolton going into the game on Saturday is Bolton, Pompey, and Derby. The top three all had the best, the joint best defensive records in the division. So yeah, not many people are going to go there and score three. As as Guy says, really pleased with the performance and point. Uh, scoring goals and competing, not many score three at Bolton. The subs came too late. The boys were knackered. Uh, the whole midfield was a, a tackle away from a red. Yeah, and that was obviously a, a difficult point that pretty much everyone got booked yesterday, it felt, in that midfield. Uh, so um, the third goal, again, one, one that came at a good time for us because after... After they got it to 2-2, you think, right, now Bolton are going to try and turn the screw. They've had their little setback in the first half. Um, Jones made a really good block on a shot from Bodvarsen inside the area as well. But um, the third goal, and I I don't think ever has a man deserved a goal as much as as Dan Carney did yesterday. I mean, his performance was just absolutely outstanding. You know, I, I said to Nathan... You'll hear it in the interview after. Like I said, oh, you know, you showed you, show, you showed faith in him because you keep you keep picking him. And he's like, it's not faith. He's being picked on his performances. And yesterday, I, I think was probably the best uh, the best I've seen him. Yeah, he was unbelievable yesterday. Well, I mean, him and Small, um, I think. But Dan, Dan, it's just like you can't believe how young he is. For the ability, he's got the strength. He's got the confidence that he's got. Um, I mean, he was just. It was just unstoppable yesterday, really. And, yeah, he so deserved that goal. And that wasn't an easy goal to take either. Um, and I think, yeah, out of other chances that, that might have come to him, that was probably the hardest. And that's the one that he ends up scoring. And it's just, it's so nice. Like, we've, we've obviously, we pride ourselves on our academy. But, again, it is so nice to have one of our boys that have come through from from young 
and be playing that well in our first team and deserving his place in that team. Not, like you say, not getting it through Nathan putting a bit of faith in him because he's one of our homegrown boys. He has got the ability and he deserves to be in that starting lineup because of the effort and the strength that he shows when he plays. Mm, and, uh, like, again, when, when you see a young player that's perhaps at times been thrown in too early, Terry, it's interesting to see how they grow into it. And, you know, Miles did it last season. He grew into last season. Dan's massively done it this season. It, it's remarkable that he was playing in the National League about four months ago. <laughs> like, no, no surprise that he did score four in one game, to be fair. But, yeah, the, the, the way he's improved and, and bulked and, and, and all that sort of stuff that you have to do as a young player coming into the side. And he talks with such confidence as well. That's that, when, when, when you've got like that sort of swagger in your personality, um, it's no surprise that you can, you can then portray it on the pitch as well. He's a doubtful boy. What do you expect? <laughs> um... Look, I'd, I'd probably go beyond that, I think, uh, Louis. I'd say um, I've been, I'm lucky enough that I watch a fair bit of um, under-21s and, and eight, 18s as well. And um, I've been lucky enough to watch Daniel Kanu come through both levels. And 18, he was scoring for a bit like Patrick Casey, scoring for fun against, uh, against the defenders who just couldn't cope with him. Stepped up to the 21s and there was a brief period where there was that difference in physicality that he couldn't quite cope with. Uh, and I wouldn't say struggled, that's not the right word, but he, it took him a little bit of time to to get used to the extra physicality on the 21s. And when he burst into the first team, I think that you could probably level the same thing that uh, he, <clears throat> he needed to, I wouldn't say bulk up, but he needed to learn the physical side of the game, especially in, in League One. Um, I think the South End loan helped him for sure, because um, uh, not to put it too uh, unpolitely, but there's probably a few clodoppers down there that, uh, that are just happy to kick him up in the air. And I think that little loan period has, has changed him because the physicality he showed yesterday against two very good centre-halves, or three very good centre-halves, I should say, uh, yesterday was just outstanding. And I thought um, that um, the reason I yelped quite so much when Daniel Carter scored is just I wanted him to score. I was desperate for him to score to, to put a, a cap on what I thought was uh, his best performance in a challenge shirt by far. Mm, yeah, he was absolutely excellent yesterday. We'll hear from him later on uh, in the show. The third goal, former Millwall striker John Daddy Bodvarsen was able to, as soon as he came on at half-time, it's like, well, they're definitely getting at least one goal uh, in this game. Again, we've, we've sort of been allowed a striker to come across us at the near post. It's a good finish. But um, the way the game went after that, like we, you'd expect Bolton to have put us under pressure, and they did in the added time. But also, I mean, we had, we had a couple of chances. You know, we, we still had... Chooks to throw on. We still had Alfie May to throw on. We'll talk about the team selection, I think, after we hear from, from Nathan because he explains a lot of it. But the, the fact that we were still in that game and could have won it at the end as well was, was another promise. In fact, we, we didn't sit in and just think, right, we're, we're going to take a point. We like Chooks in particular had that great chance that was, that was pushed over the bar by, by Coleman near the end. So, yeah, it could have gone either way. But, yeah, cer certainly positives from, from how we sort of saw that game out as well, Sue. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been reading some of the comments and you say like a few weeks ago, we would have lost that in the last few minutes. I mean, because what was it? We had eight on eight minutes added on, but then it ended up being about 12. Um, and they just didn't let their heads get down at all. And again, that is another massive difference because as we know, we've all we've consistently this season been conceding goals in the last minutes of game and they didn't look like that was going to happen and I think partly because of how we were sort of defending but also 
they like you say they didn't seem to be pushing for that where maybe they the sort of came to the conclusion might we're just going to take a point um because again where, where we were having those opportunities i guess you risk that if you you open up too much then you concede again so maybe their thoughts were right let's just sit for the point but again i just feel so proud of the lads that they just didn't stop until right till the final whistle because we haven't seen that um this season they have their heads are dropped if the other team has scored they've run out of legs yeah they were knackered at the end but they didn't stop and I think that's what we again it's another positive that we've got to take from mm. yesterday to take into next week what well, one bit of uh gamesmanship that the Bolton fans didn't enjoy was the fact that I mean uh Harry Eisted's head kept dropping to the floor after he was getting battered around it apparently um then he was sort of uh, playing up to the crowd a little bit at one point when he when he caught a cross, then immediately dropped across to behind for a corner. So I was thinking, don't do not do that until the end. But I had a tweet from a Bolton fan in, in the closing stages. So oh, this is why you're at the bottom, just time wasting and dark hearts and all that. And I wanted to reply to him. The reason we're at the bottom is because we've not done this all season. The amount of goals we've given away tell by not being a bit street smart at the end. You know, like I say, we, we, we're still in it going for a win. But at the same time, we knew how to take the sting out of any pressure that Bolton were trying to put on us. And look, we've moaned about it for years and years and years. And I think uh, football as a collective has probably just come to acceptance. That's just part of it now. And if everyone else is going to do it, then we've got to do it as well. 100% that. Um, I think Joe uh, sent a tweet, um, uh, Joe Pollyford from, uh, from Charlton Live, sent a tweet yesterday and he mentioned that uh, I'd said it a few times when Jason Pierce was playing. That um, he'd always go, he'd always go down in the last five minutes of a game. Joe, uh, Jason Pierce would go down at least twice, maybe even three times. Uh, just before the referee decides to bring the physio on, he'd get up <laughs> because it's 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 playing the game. It's it's uh, you know you've got to win at all costs, I suppose. And it's not it's it's not unfair. I mean, when you consider that um, was it uh, uh, Adebayo went down like after he got bro- uh, breathed on two or three times in the first half, let alone near the end. Uh, when Dacus Cogley went down uh, for our for Daniel Carner's goal, he had a quick look at the referee to see uh, to see if he was watching, and then rolled down like he'd been shot from the stand. So, you know, it, every team does it, and you're right. The reason, not just the reason, of course, but one of the reasons that uh, you know we we struggle is we haven't been able to do the dark arts. We haven't been able to do um, eat up time, or, or you know, you look, Daniel Carner, bless him, he, he tries to stay on his feet all the time. All the time, even when he's been kicked up and, and pulled and shown. I mean, uh, Karoy Anderson as well. Um, uh, you know, he's having his shirt pulled off him most of the time, in that, especially in the first half. And he just tried to stay on his feet all the time. Now, give it five or six years, and then hopefully they'll be they'll be realising maybe less. They'll realise that um, go down. You know, take up some time, uh, get a free kick, win a free kick. You know, it's not all about getting fouled. Winning a free kick is a different thing, and uh, they'll learn that for sure. And, and you get the feeling Daniel Connor certainly will because. Uh, He'll uh, he'll face uh, he'll face even tougher opposition as he as he goes forward in his career, uh, and he'll uh, and uh, he'll be a much better player for it as well. Mm, yeah, Dean says Charlton done what clubs normally do to us, slowing the game down, frustrating uh, the home fans. And Guy said, I think we will get better at that. Before Bolton's third goal, uh, we were absolutely knackered. Boys looked like they were moving in treacle, and the goal was coming. Someone. Uh, really needed to go down there. Right, uh, we've still got loads of your comments to get to, but I think maybe now we should hear from the Addicts boss, Nathan Jones, because I want to discuss a couple of things that I spoke to him uh, about as well. So this is what Nathan had to say to me uh, after yesterday's 3-3 draw up at the Tough Sheet Stadium. 
Nathan Friel draw here at Bolton. How did you see that today? Ah, it looks a positive point. Um, I thought it was a positive performance. I'm really disappointed with with probably the, the, the first and third goals. Um, but like to come here and score three and to give probably what arguably one you know well definitely one of the best um, but arguably the best you know football inside in division to be able to do what we did shows that we're, that we're progressing and I thought it was a really positive performance at no point did we look to contain we you know we went for the for the, or, you know we led three times in the game so we showed that every time we had a knock we uh, well actually I think they, they scored first they scored first yeah, yeah they scored first sorry so we led twice in, in, in the game but we showed that one we can come back two we can be positive and go and, and, and try to win games and, and that's a, arguably the most difficult place in the division to come to yeah I mean a lot been made about the daunting run of fixtures your side had but did they show you today how to attack those sort of games they're not daunting everything's difficult because there's so much so much, so much meaning of them and, and we have to learn to come to to, to places like this and, and win and be bold and to dominate and things that's what we have to learn to do now I don't I mean the last run of fixtures that I had was was, was Liverpool Brighton and Villa you know so you don't get too more frightening than, than, than that so to come here with, with, with great respect these are a fantastic side for the division but you know we have to learn to handle pressure we have to learn big, big and to go on and win games because that's what we want to become. Yeah, a lot of Charlton fans before the game might have taken a point, but having led twice and in your situation in the table, do you still see it as a good point or is there a tinge of disappointment as well? No, there's a tinge of disappointment because having led twice and, 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 and so on and, and with certain aspects of the goal. But look, you have, to be, you have to be realistic as well and that's a positive point today. You know, it's, um, We have to get a points total to, to stay up and that's the point towards it. And they are, they are tough fixtures, as, as, as you said, and to come here, there's no God-given right that we're going to roll over Bolton, um, you know, in, in any way because they're a very very good side so yeah it's a positive point would I have taken a point for the game mm. it's a difficult one because I'm a positive person and I want to win every game but I'm I, I'll sit on the bus today and reflect and go no I'm, I'm, I'm content there's so many players I could pick out but I thought Dan Carney up front you, you showed faith in him by keeping him in the starting 11 today and he, he repaid you massively I, I didn't show faith in him I, I picked him on his performance that's all I do it's not me showing faith in him Roy Anderson another one you know it's it's wonderful, wonderful to see these young players who've come through Charlton's academy, which is a fantastic academy, um, uh, see them doing well and see them embrace everything, and they don't let you down. You know, I've got big faith. I'm a, you know, I've, I've always been a developer of, of, of young players, and I like young players because you can mould them. And then coupled with, with everyone else, you know, I thought it was, a, it was a wonderful performance. We don't want to concede three goals, we don't, but it was that type of game, you know, in, in terms of. Every, both teams were really, really going for it. They were desperate for the win. Ref played, was it, three hours of football near not far off. And we had to show a lot of, a lot of character. And I thought we did today. And I'm really pleased because it shows that, you know, we're two unbeaten now, which is a start. Now we have to start picking up three points rather than just one. I saw a debut for Thierry Small today as well. Obviously, got on the score sheet. You mentioned he had a slightly nervy moment at the start of the game as well. But what did you make of him overall? Yeah, look, he held his own and scored made an error early on recovered scored and was part of a, a team that got a point at Bolton so yeah absolutely no problem with Thierry he'll get better he'll get stronger um, and hopefully that'll give him confidence you mentioned you also got a few headaches now up front obviously a lot of Trump fans would expect to see Alfie May start a game but does that show that the options you do have top, up top now that you can keep your top scorer on the bench what, what we have is four, I always like to have four strikers so you can you know now we, we didn't drop out from May today what we did was try to find try to find a way that, that when the game opens up then he, he just hasn't scored in, 
in, in a certain amount of time. So same as we did with Freddie, you know, sometimes they got a really toil from the start and and then chances come late on when maybe main strikers are tired and so on so we thought we'd bring him on at 60 um, and, and and the game would have opened up and he gets his opportunities but Dan was in such good form that we didn't we just brought Chucks on so it's it's not just of, of, of dropping people it's a, term, it's, a, it's a it's a fact of using four strikers to win a game and that's what we'll do Charlton have conceded a lot of late goals over the course of this season obviously before you came in did, did you show a little bit of street smarts towards the end there to make sure that you got your point yeah, look, you see them put their body on the line. You've got to defend well. I said this is the most difficult place to come. So there's so many positives from it. Look, I don't want to concede three goals. I want to score three goals pretty much every week, but I don't want to concede three goals. So there's stuff we can work on, but it's a positive point today because because of of where we are, because of of the team we're playing against. But we are growing. We are, you know, they've got now instill that confidence in them to win games, to go and see games out, to you know. And, and that's what they have to learn. And look, it's it's a good point, and I'm pleased. Backinson uh, wasn't in the side today. Was that an injury, or was he just he's rotation? Ill. He, was he was ill. ill. Yeah. He was ill. Yeah. He was. You know, uh, uh, him and uh, well, he was ill. So he travelled with us, and then we had to send him home. And then Panucci Kamara was lucky to to, to think because he picked up an injury the other day on on Thursday as well. So so look, we, we, you know, we had to we travelled up on Thursday, and we thanked the club for that. They done fantastically well in backing us and allowing us to come up a, a day early to prepare well. Um, and they showed that with the energy that you know that helped with the energy that we showed in the game. But yeah, Backerson was just ill today. Yeah, that's not something that happens often coming up on the first. Is that something you like to do often? Then? Look, not many League One sides, not many of the owners that, that will back that. You know, it's it's costly, it's thing. But when you, if you're travelling London to Bolton uh, and you've got to come round the M25, the, the M1, the M6 on a Friday, you're looking at six, seven hours, which. One affects your training, two wake up stiff today. So we asked them, could we come up on a Thursday night? Um, and then any stiffness would have been Friday. We trained at evidence. We thanked Sean Dice as well for for allowing us to do to do that. You know, great guy. And and it proved today that we were energetic. We'd like to get the win, but it was an energetic performance, and we needed that. Just finally, did uh, did you get any update on Kane Ramsey? I know you had scans and that to worry about. We haven't we haven't got everything yet. Look, it's 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 not a minor one. It's it's something a little bit more serious. So we, we'll have that assessed in the next few days. Cheers. Cheers. Just, just one. Did you have a view on the incident before Canu scored? Because I think Bolton were probably a little unhappy that Dacus Cogley was down injured and the ref allowed play to continue. I don't know what happened. No, I didn't know what, what happened. What, what happened to him? Yes. So Dacus Cogley was down injured. Okay. I oh, know I didn't. And the ref played on and then. All right. Well, well done. That's one thing you give us today because <laughs> we played under five minutes. So yeah. No, I didn't. Didn't 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 see it. We, you know, uh, I thought it was a good goal. Thought, you know, uh, well worked goal. But no, I, I didn't see that. So sorry. You know. Thinking about a new kitchen or bathroom? Find professional, independent, local installers with free home surveys, itemised quotes and protected payments, trading standards approved contracts, and workmanship warranties. The British Institute of Kitchen, Bedroom, Bathroom Installations accredits installers to ensure they are police-checked, fully insured and experienced. Take the risk out of home improvement. Visit bikbbi.org.uk Hello fellow addicts. I'm so excited to tell you all about our micropub, The River Owl House. The River Owl House is based in East Greenwich. It has six Pub of the Year awards, an ever-changing selection of amazing beer it's owned by Charlton fans, walkable to the ground in just 20 minutes with buses that go direct to the Valley too. 
If your match day routine includes a drink with your friends, you must join your fellow addicts in the river. See you soon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, welcome back to Charlton Live. Just for the adverts there, we heard from uh, Nathan Jones. Uh, who congratulated the referee for allowing the play to continue um, when uh, when Dakers Cogley was down for our third goal. Uh, it was very, very funny. Um, yeah, he, uh, lots of people in the chat uh, saying that the interview sort of highlighted uh, how, how bad Appleton was really just listening to, to Nathan Jones. It's a, it is a bit of a breath of fresh air to speak to after, uh, I'd, I'd suggest. So let, let's talk about some of the decisions he made then. So... Um, uh, I put to him about um, about Alfie being being dropped, and he said, "Well, Nathan said Alfie May wasn't dropped. If I was being cheeky, I was going to put the headline on the website: uh, Alfie May not dropped." Says Nathan Jones after dropping Alfie May. But um, he, he said it's sort of rotation, that sort of thing. Chris saying, "I love how Nathan has the balls in the week to drag Alfie and then to leave him out yesterday." Sub Dobbo off as well shows that everyone is playing for a, a place in the team. I mean, Al- Alfie's on one goal. In twelve, I'm not going to sit here and say we've given him loads of chances or anything like that. You know, he hasn't he hasn't had plenty of opportunities in that time. Um, but Nathan sort of explained his thinking behind the the decision there, Sue. And and as Chris said, you know, he, he had to make a difficult decision because you know Alfie's our top scorer and he's now he's, he's only one behind the top scorer in League One. Yes, I mean it's it is a it's a big decision, but as a manager. You, you have to make those difficult decisions. And if it's for the, the benefit of the, the team and how he's setting up and how he's playing, then that needs to happen. And I guess I was reading some things um, yesterday on social media. It was said that it looked like Alfie more recently had become was, was becoming a bit more frustrated and sort of maybe not looking like the usual Alfie. Um, that we've come to love so maybe again like we said didn't do Lloyd Jones any harm did it having a couple of games out maybe that that's what he needs just to reset refocus but also the fact that we've gone with with like Dan playing up front like he's good enough so it's it's good that we've got competition in those areas now as well because that's just going to make them raise their game um so yeah, I I I guess yeah, there was a few sort of question marks around Alfie being on the bench, but then I think I trust Nathan to make those those decisions, and there's a reason why he makes those decisions that he's explained. And obviously, when you look at it, 
it didn't do us any harm. So mm. again, yeah, um, I'll back his decision making a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Another thing you mentioned there, I never thought I'd be putting out the headline that Nathan Jones thanks Everton boss Sean Dyche for uh, for help in, in in our preparations. But he did. I mean, that was going up on the Thursday. It was it's just not something you hear often, really. Um. So the fact he he decided to try something differently, obviously he thanked, he thanked the club for making it happen as well. And and it, it probably I did I, I, when I was listening to him saying that yesterday, I think well that's the sort that's, that is the sort of thing you do in the Premier League. Like that's very unusual for it for a League One club to do that. I mean, I wonder if he if he'll be doing that more often. Yeah, you know, we've got Fleetwood in a couple of weeks, haven't we? Maybe that'd be a good chance to go up on. The, I mean, if we're properly going to do things Premier League, we're going to be flying to every game, even if it's like. <laughs> ready in a way or something but yeah that that was something slightly different and, and Nathan certainly credited that with the the levels of energy that we saw yesterday I think um what is clear straight away with, with Nathan Jones is that he has his way of working and his his way of uh, of preparing and the club has got to buy into that and if the club buys into it then everybody buys into it and of course results and and um, performances have to match that, and yesterday's did. So proof of the pudding and all that. If uh, he uh, he's under pressure as well, Nathan. Of course, he if he asks the club that I've got to go up Thursday because that's the best way I can prepare to get a, a performance out of my side. Uh, they've got to put that performance in. So he's uh, he's putting his neck on the line, uh, and it worked. Um, now I'd go back even to to the Lincoln game when you consider the team selection for that. Um, Connor Coventry, who I didn't think has, has done much wrong. Um, uh, Louis Watson, who everybody's been calling for to play more, weren't even in the squad against uh, against um, Lincoln. And uh, George Dobson, who everybody expected not to be anywhere near it, was. And so he's not scared. He he picks the side he thinks is gonna is gonna perform and do well, uh, and he'll utilise that squad. Uh, he doesn't like the word drop, and I I, I get that because. Um, uh, he wants, and he knows, especially as we get closer to the end, we're going to probably be playing two games a week. Uh, he's got to use every everybody, and so uh, everybody's got to be sharp. Everybody's got to be ready, and it's um, it's an indication that uh, he puts his trust in players. Now, if you think back, a lot of um, a lot of the reasons given for sometimes for our uh, malaise and our poor performances was uh, a lack of experience. Right, the three best players on the park yesterday were all kids. Roy Anderson, Thierry Small, Daniel Carnot, right? None of them were vastly experienced, yet they were the three best players on the park. Uh, Roy Anderson, when he came in against Lincoln, put in a, a, a decent performance. I wouldn't say it was the best, but um, something's visibly changed in, in players, uh, and you can see it quite clearly. So whatever Nathan does, Jones does, it works. And I, I get, I think probably simply, it's about belief. Uh, and they just there just seems to be a bit more belief about the, about the squad. Yeah, Will uh, tweeted us yesterday just after the game saying a fighting team effort today, uh, which was fantastic to see. Dan Carney was excellent, uh, but can we share some of the praise onto Thierry Small? He was brilliant today and fully deserved uh, his goal. He says, with Kane Ramsey on the other side, uh, we are going to be unstoppable. But unfortunately, um, it sounds like Kane has been stopped. Um, so we've, we, we've a long term. Well, it, Nathan's not giving it uh, the full details away yet. He just says it's, it's not a minor one. So it sounds like Kane Ramsey is going to be out for a while, which is a shame because, you know, we've spoken about how wingbacks have been um, a, a difficult part of the side for us this season. Um, and and like, like like we say, yeah, Small came in on the left yesterday, did good, did really well. 
Uh, now Kane Ramsey, who we all thought had a, had a decent game in the week, has has uh, is looks like he's going to be out for a while, which is which is a a, a real shame. We had a couple of emails coming as well. Stuart <coughs> says, uh, "Morning, Louis. Best performance yesterday from us this season uh, that I have witnessed in the flesh. Great intensity uh, from all concerned against the best passing team in the league, in my opinion. Uh, that's the standard now that we require for the next thirteen games. Do that." Uh, and we'll stay up. And McSquared said that's more like it. Considering Bolton's position in the league, their impressive home record, and our woeful away record, uh, it was a fantastic result yesterday. If that level of fight and spirit is shown for the remainder of the season, we're in a uh, in with a decent shout of staying up. The players finally look like they're pulling together as a team and not playing as a group of uh, individuals. Because, I mean, as Spamfish says, so we can't get away from the fact there's 15 games in the league, 17 uh, including a couple of cup games without a win. Uh, if we're leading a, a game by goal injury time, uh, the nerves look impossible to overcome. So, I mean, no no one's under any illusions that we can continue going away and, and getting a free-free. And go, oh, that's a great point. Yeah, oh, we've been relegated because that that is what will happen. We na- we have to start to turn these into wins. But like we say, like I said to Nathan, again, we, we, we looked at this run of free fixtures and many of us at the back of our mind were thinking, right, that's zero points from nine. If we can take three or four from this run and then and then keep that level of intensity up against some of the lesser teams that are coming up, some of the teams around us, then I think we'll be fine. And and after the Reading performance this time last week, I didn't think we'd be fine because we hadn't seen any reaction, but we have seen one this week. And that, and that again, is what we're going to cling on to. The, the 13 games left, it's not... It's not. It's not like we're in the last couple of weeks of the season. There is still time just to start and pick up those those wins now. Yeah, not like we've we've already sort of said. Like you take those the confidence from yesterday and use that um, going forward. Obviously, Portsmouth next week is is a massive. Well, they will. Every game is going to be a massive game for us. Um, but Portsmouth next week, they they hammered Reading yesterday. So. You, I mean, we we t- traditionally do well against Portsmouth, but again, we can't assume that that will be the case. But again, taking that from yesterday, you the, the lads have got to go in with that confidence and a, a belief in themselves that they can get points against these sides. I think when we look at it, as as much as we we want a win. You you would take point uh, a point against teams like Bolton and and Portsmouth, but I don't. Nathan's definitely not going to go in with that mindset. He'll, after yesterday, he'll be saying to the lads, "You can win against Portsmouth. You can win against Derby." So, I think we'll see. He's got a whole week. Obviously, we haven't got a midweek game this week, so that's that gives him a full week um, to work through those. Those things that those mistakes that we saw yesterday, that did the, the defensive errors that we we've been making, um, which weren't as as horrendous yesterday as they have been. Um, but yeah, thirteen games. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of points to play for. So I feel like, like you say, if it was a couple of games, you would still be a little bit worried. But as it's thirteen, you've got to think right. Let's just get as many points as we can. Um, which will give us a fighting chance of, mm. of staying up. Yeah, George saying we've just got to get past these next two games and uh, then we need a good run of wins to bring other teams around us into the fold 
Uh, all hell let loose says he's expecting our normal three points against Portsmouth next Saturday anyway, which would be very nice. Paul, I mean, Paul does ask a question, which is which is obviously fair. We 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 have spoken a lot about the the attacking play and the goals we scored, but you know we mentioned earlier Nathan said himself he's disappointed with the level of the the, the goals that we conceded, and Paul says it's great seeing the passion and the energy. But how does Nathan solve our defensive? problems terry um i mean obviously again if you had the answer to this it, it, it wouldn't be nathan in the dugout it'd be you but well i mean what, what can he do in this time because obviously it's still going to be on the whole it's going to be the same the same defenders we've had all season so how does he fix it do you know and it's a question i've asked successive managers uh, uh over the past uh, however many uh, months and years <laughs> now how do you stop experienced defenders just inexplicably giving the ball to their centre forward uh, on the edge of the penalty area and stuff like that. It, how do you how do you change that? And I think I think there's a couple of things and it's a mindset. I, I, I think Nathan Jones, um, I don't know, of course, I, I'm guessing, but you get the feeling that Nathan Jones sees it as a mindset thing. So a couple of things there. You saw yesterday where we were desperate not to lose rather than scared to lose, if you get, if you get that difference. So throwing bodies in front of the ball, which George Dobson does on a regular basis, Nathan Jones is doing it. Gillespie's doing it. Small's doing it. Um, you know, even Ter- uh, Tanae Watson doing it. So there are, that's a that's a mindset change, I think. And also, because I I came away almost questioning myself a little bit by saying, you know, the the, the sort of Charlton part of me took over for a bit, and I said, oh, how are we going to cope with this if we got to sc- score three goals just to get a point? But I get the feeling that Nathan Jones said turns that on its head and says, no, teams like Bolton have got to score three goals just to get a point off us. Do you see what I mean? So there's a mindset change, I think. And and I think, I hope, I don't know for sure. I, I don't know what's in Nathan Jones's head or I'm not there on the training ground, but you just get the feeling there is a change and maybe that's it, that uh, you've got other teams are now going to look at us and think, well, to beat Charlton, we've got to score three goals. Yeah, problem well, is well, they, they they tend they they do <laughs> they tend to do well, it anyway. <laughs> yes and no, but um, uh, you know we, I think Sue said it, and quite a few fans are probably saying it. Two months ago, we'd, there's no way we'd have come out of there three three. I don't think. Uh, I think um, we'd have probably let them score three goals. I don't think we'd have taken the lead twice. I don't think we'd have come back from being a goal down uh, in the manner in which we did. So I, I just think there's a change. I hope there's a change. We'll know for sure in the coming weeks and months, but uh, something has changed, clearly, uh, and let's hope they continue. Mm, yeah, I mean, Guy said we might need to win five or six games out of the 13 for safety, 50 points. It's going to be very tight. Yeah, I mean, 50 is, is sort of a target a lot of people talk about. It's a roundabout where you need to be. I think I think like on my graph, it's something like 48, 49 is the average, so... Yeah, I mean, let, let, let's not get carried away. As we said, we, we still have to turn these these draws into wins over the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, right, let's have a listen to uh, our final interview uh, of the show. Uh, and uh, it'll be a good one because it's uh, Dan Carney who uh, got his goal uh, yesterday. and was absolutely superb yesterday throughout the 90 minutes uh, that he was on the pitch anyway. So let's hear what Dan had to say after the 3-3 draw with Bolton. Dan, uh, first of all, it's a free all draw at Bolton here. Do you see that as a good point? Definitely, Bolton are very high up in the table and obviously we haven't had the season that we've wanted but I think we've come here today firstly knowing that we have to work hard and I think we did that and also knowing that if we did work hard our qualities will come through and they did in moments and I think all in all looking at the game I think it's a strong point to come away with 2-1 beaten now and yeah it's a good point to push on to next week. 
I mean, having gone behind, then obviously twice being ahead, do, is there frustration that you couldn't hold on, or do you still think coming to where you come, you have to take that? There's always frustration because we know how good we are and how good we can be. So it is a bit frustrating, but at the same time, we did come back twice as well. So it's it, it's a hard one, but I think all in all looking at how much possession they had as well and how much pressure they did put us under, I think it's probably a, a fair result. Talk us through your goal. It came, I mean, it came at a really vital time, having it just gone to 2-2 two, two and, and to put us back ahead. How, how did you see it? Oh, it was a very weird one. Thierry did well to keep it alive and he played to the whistle, which was good. So he's won the header. The ball's come down and he's, he's tried to hit or something and then it's like bounced around and then it's come my way and I've stretched for it I didn't even think I was going to get there but I've got there it's hit the post I thought okay it's going to hit the post come out but then thank God it's hit the post and gone in so yeah so it was a good <laughs> it was a good goal I've just watched it back because it actually looked a lot better than, I, than what I thought it'd be <laughs> but yeah I'm just happy to be back on the score sheet and hopefully can hit double figures next week because that, that's the aim yeah I mean uh, I've watched a replay of your celebration in front of the away end as well I, mean, I can see how much it still means to you to be to be scoring goals in the first team is that sort of like the, the target you set at the start of the season you're sort of around where you wanted to be now yeah definitely I just wanted to just be in and around it I think first of all I wanted to put positive performance in, performances in I think that's my that's my main objective but because my type of play I like to get in players faces I like to press close down I think first of all I've got that down which has been really good and now it's just about adding goals to my game and I think this is the start of something good for me and I think uh, credit to the gaffer as well who's been giving me a lot of opportunities who's been helping me a lot and also the strikers that we have at the club as well Freddie, Chucks, Alf that I've been training with and playing with they've all really helped me and they've all given me a lot to learn from especially with all the, the experience they have so yeah I've been learning a lot and I just want to continue improving and continue scoring goals for the club. Yeah, I said to Nathan, like he's, he's continued to continue to show faith in you, but he, he sort of threw that back at me and said, well, it's not faith, he's, he's getting picked because of his performances. But those those players behind you must sort of push you to, to be your best as well. 100%. I think that's that's what I like most about, especially my my little my little group, or the forwards. We're all constantly pushing each other, and obviously me being the youngest forward we have, they're always pushing me, always trying to get the best out of me, which just helps me perform the way that I've been performing in recent weeks so yeah it's been really really good and you signed your new deal as well recently as well so that must be a big lift for yourself yeah definitely I think yeah it was a, it was a really proud moment for me and my family and for all those that have been working with me up until this point and yeah I'm just glad to be here I'm really really glad to be here and I just want to continue scoring goals for the club does it make it extra special because you've been with Charlton for, for so long 100% it really does uh, got that. It's, a, it's a deep connection not just with like the coaches, but also with the fans that have been supporting me since I was since I made my debut when I was 17. So it means a lot to me, and I want to continue doing well for the club and just making a name for myself here. And finally, obviously, said to Nathan as well. It's, even with a good point, it's still 15 without a win. Does performances today give you guys the belief that you will turn those results around soon? 100. percent I think when you come to places like this, a lot, especially with the run that we're in, a lot of a lot of people will say, you know what got like damage limitation and things like that but we got at them and I think we, we showed a lot of heart a lot of desire a lot of character to score three goals against the side that's top of the league so uh, I think all in all I think it's something to be proud of and it's something obviously we have a lot to work on but it's something that we it's something we can be proud of and something we can continue and push forward with and progress with
Okay, that's Dan Carney speaking to myself after yesterday's uh, free-free draw uh, up at Bowling. You've got a smile on your face, Sue. Um, like, he, I've noticed that with a few of our younger players. We spoke to Dan and Zach Mitchell at the Player of the Year dinner towards the end of last season. They both they both speak beyond their years, if that makes sense. They feel very mature. And yeah, Dan, you can tell, has got like a sort of good good family around him and, and uh, a good uh, good head on his shoulders. And, and he can stay humble whilst also knowing that He's in this side to score goals, and, and he can do that. And he, he wants to hit 10 next week. So that's including the four goals he got for, for South End on loan as well. And, and to hit double figures in, in a full season at his age wouldn't, wouldn't be a bad start at all. No, I, yeah, I smile because you just, like, as you listen to him, you think you have to remind yourself of how old he is. What an amazing young man. And like you say, you've got to credit his family. Um, for for the the young man they've raised but also I guess like whatever's been instilled in him in in the Charlton Academy and and how um you get that real like genuine feel that he he loves the club and he loves playing for the club and he's proud to represent the club so it's it's really lovely to hear a young lad talk like that and and have that confidence because Again, he did, and someone's made a comment, he's mentioned the gaffer. Now, how often this season have we heard our players talk about the manager um, in their post-match interviews? So, again, there's there's this sort of real togetherness feeling about it all. And Nathan is so good with younger players. We know that from when he he won the league with our, our 2021s. So, just he's going to be bringing the best out of these young lads and giving that, giving them that confidence and advising how to speak well in the media. And because again, you you can't. It's it's hard to teach young people that level of maturity. So a, a lot of it has come from his family, obviously, but just. It just astounds me how well he speaks, how confident yeah. he is talking yeah, Guy, to the press. Yeah, Guy says, there's a real belief in the team again. Also, how is this a teenager uh, that I'm listening to? He's still only 19 years old. And as, as Sue mentioned, uh, Time Traveller says, Daniel mentioning the gaffer uh, sounds as if he's finally getting something from these players, hopefully uh, onwards and, and upwards for me. Uh, I should, probably should have mentioned, actually, Freddie Ladarpe yesterday. So, I, I think a lot of his running went sort of almost unseen yesterday, Tell, because obviously he didn't, didn't get on the score sheet. I don't really remember him having a chance. But the, the front two for the first hour yesterday really had to put, put the yards in. And, and I thought Freddie actually played a big part in that. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, he, he really put a shift in. And I think he had a couple of half chances. Um, but, uh, you know, they're up against the Bolton side, who, who one of the best uh, home records, uh, or the best home record in, in the division. So it was always going to be tough. And... Uh, um, just before I move on to, to Freddie, I, I, I've got to say I thought uh, Sue was going to hug the lap. I mean, how can you not like Dan- love Daniel Carney, by the way? <laughs> uh, he is just uh, a very well-spoken young man and, and such a smashing kid. Um, and I definitely expected Sue to, to hug the laptop in, in front of him when, when he started speaking. Um, but back to, to Freddie, I mean, it, yeah, I, I said it uh, to Nathan post-match. It, it would, I felt a bit guilty about trying to pick one player out or three players. Uh, I might pick the three young lads, but... It uh, that felt a bit um, like I was cheating the others because it was a, a you know a real shift by the whole side, uh, and Freddie and and, and uh, Daniel up top in that first certainly in the in the first half. Of course, they tired a bit towards the second, but um, 
that shift they put in the first half really put the Frighteners up a bowl. Uh, they didn't give them a second uh, uh, to, to settle on the ball at the back, and the keeper was clearly um, rattled as well. Uh, hence the reason for that first goal. I mean, he was expecting Fred Lizabra to get there. He saw him in his eye line. Uh, how many times have we just watched players see the ball flash across and not gone for it? Do you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I just think um, uh, every single player, and Freddie included, put, put a real shift in yesterday. Excellent stuff. Yeah, a guy says uh, Ladapo, Small and Kainu willed our third goal into existence. Credit for Freddie there, uh, protecting the ball and keeping it uh, alive. Uh, Paul saying Freddie doing Freddie things. There was a nice there was a nice video of him. I think the, so he bumped into some Ipswich fans on the coach back yesterday, which um, obviously shows he's held in high regard uh, by then. Right, Alan says, bring on Pompey. Uh, and their silly drama and, and the bell as well, which uh, he's called John, I think he's called. Um, so we'll uh, we'll look forward to that game on Thursday. We have run out of time uh, on uh, this week's Charlton Live. Thanks for everyone who's joined us uh, on the live stream or caught up uh, via our YouTube page or your podcast page after uh, after the event. Um, we've just uh, gone past 1,500 subscribers on our YouTube page. So um, if you haven't done so yet, make sure you do and we'll try and get up to 2,000 sooner. Uh, rather than later. Um, massive thank you to both Sue and Terry for joining me on the show this morning. Thank you. Cheers, Lou. Can I just say that uh, Charlton and I should take a, a leaf out of Nathan Jones's book uh, and the club's book, because obviously he got a better performance. Uh, he, he mentioned about the long drive home, seven hours, being stiff the next morning. So, you know, the club paid for him to go up early. So, uh, I mean, if you want me to come on more, then you're going to have to send me up on a, uh, on a Thursday uh, and uh, I'll come back, I don't know, the following Tuesday or something, uh, so I'll get over my stiffness. So, uh, yeah, that'll be fine then from then on. That one show all season, and now he's dictating terms. <laughs> <is there? laughs> Brilliant. Great to have you both on, especially, especially to see you, Terry. I have seen you in person, but it feels like feels like a special event when, when Terry can make it to Charlton Live. So, thanks. Right, I'm Louis. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on Thursday to look ahead properly to that Portsmouth game. Uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, this has been Charlton Live, sponsored by the British Institute of Kitchen, Bedroom and Bathroom Installation. We'll see you again on Thursday. 